Hey, everybody. Welcome Welcome to to a Community of Principles podcast, a conversation to support leaders. I'm your host, Ben Gilpin. Now, let's get this started. Here we go. Uh, this is episode number one, MEMSPA chat. This is our MEMSPA podcast chat. And uh, my name is Ben Gilpin. I am an elementary principal at Warner Elementary in the great state of Michigan. And basically right now um, in, in education, there's blogs, there's books, there's Twitter chats, there's things on Facebook. You can't get away from all of the interesting things going on on social media. But I thought, you know what, there's got to be a way to dive a little bit deeper and to find out find out more about each individual and learn their story. So with me today is uh is my my good friend and Memspa president for 2017, Jeremy Patterson and Jeremy is is a administrator in the Jackson Public School District and he is going to tell you a little bit more about um some of what he does and actually maybe some specifics around his position. So Jeremy, welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Ben. Thanks for uh, connecting with me. I appreciate uh, this opportunity. It's just uh, having fun and kicking off the school year. So a lot of uh, exciting things happening this time of year. That's fantastic. And I'm glad. And you are the first person. You are the first one on the MEMSPA podcast. So first of all, Jeremy, where exactly, because Jackson is is a large district, um, tell us a little bit about where you are in Jackson Public. I'm at the middle school at Parkside. So we serve grades six, seven, and eight. And I am the principal for instruction here. And this is my third year at the middle school at Parkside. And so before you you got to Parkside, the middle school, where were you located? Oh, I've had a great educational journey. So prior to arriving at the middle school, I was at Frost Elementary, a leader of me school within Jackson Public Schools. Uh, when I arrived in 2013, we were a K-5 building, and then we transitioned to a 3-5 program, uh, still a leader of me program that I love tremendously. And i uh, been up here for the past three years. Prior to Frost Elementary, I was an associate principal at Jackson High School for five years. So that has been my uh, educational leadership journey. That's interesting. So, you know, I guess I, I have to ask the question because you've done almost all your stuff at Jackson. Where were you before? Where were you an undergrad? Where did you go to? Where did you go to school? Okay. So the story of Jeremy Patterson, I am a yeah. product of Jackson Public Schools. I graduated from Jackson High School in 1993. Go Vikings. I had a blast. I was heavily involved into athletics. I went to Spring Arbor College at the time, university now on a a basketball and baseball scholarship, had a great experience, met a lot of lifelong friends. And so my journey just uh, really transitioned into going into elementary and uh, education at Spring Arbor University. I never thought about being a teacher, but uh, Dr. Hamilton, one of our team chaplain advisors there was a, a strong mentor, as I had many at Spring Arbor. Uh, My coaches were very inspirational as well, and it just blossomed into a teaching career. And so when I left Spring Arbor, I student taught at middle school at Parkside, ironically with uh, Mr. Anderson, who's still a teacher here. Upon completing my education, my 
first teaching position was with uh, Northwest Community School. So like you said, I've been uh, in Jackson uh, my whole entire career. Haven't left more than 15 minutes out to uh, Spring Arbor or Northwest, but this is my home and um, I'm proud to be a Viking. Well, that's cool. That is really, but it's got to, Jeremy, it's got to offer a few challenges as well, because I, you know, for me, I grew up as a Hanover Horton Comet, which you know very well. And um, then my first teaching job was also at Hanover Horton as well. And I know there were challenges for me being a professional in the same spot I was a student. Did you encounter any of that when you were starting out? So I, I think, you know, it, it was, wasn't a really an option for me if I wanted to be my best in school. It was just the expectation and my from home and from my coaches and I was just surrounded by everybody in the community that knew me and so I think that's my challenge is just surrounding our young people today to make sure they receive all the benefits from a quality education that um, we did and so uh, sometimes people will view the middle school, they go to small elementary schools. And now all of a sudden you have one middle school with a thousand students. It can be intimidating. And so what I like to do and what we do very well here at Jackson Public Schools and Parkside is just get out there and tell our story. Uh, We welcome parents and students with open arms. And uh, that's what I would encourage everybody to do is just uh, being involved and, and having great information by being a part of the process. And I think that's I think that's phenomenal advice. I'm glad to hear that you're encouraging people to tell their story. So Jeremy, I you know let's let's transition a little bit because I still want to go back to the story of Jeremy Patterson, and and I find it to be very interesting. You know, you growing up a Viking and coming home and and being a lifelong Viking right now as well. Um, what about your family? I mean, are, are, I mean, I'm assuming I'm assuming that um, you've got a, you've got a family of your own. So could you tell us a little bit about your family? Oh, yeah, certainly. Uh, My wife, Jill, she is a manager with uh, Comerica Bank. So she's been in that profession for over 20 years. So uh, really enjoying what she's doing. And we have four children. We have two in the high school. Uh, One is actually graduating from Jackson High this year. So that's very exciting. Uh, One in the middle school and one in the elementary school. So we're all over the place. They keep us busy and uh, just doing great. And so they they love old Principal Patterson when he comes home. And I've got all these great stories about, you know, how they're going to be their best. And and it's just it's just a blessing being a parent of four children and, and going along this journey with my wife and watching them grow and develop into young adults. Very cool. Very cool. And, and I can, I can also relate because I have a high schooler as well. So that's a, it's a whole new world for me, but I'm getting used to it. (laughs) Okay. So Jeremy, I got a couple things um, before we transition to some deeper questions. First one is going to be, tell us, tell us three things, three things that are your passions outside of education. My three passions outside of education. So I'm all about, you know, community. And so it's really just an extension of my family. Uh, Most of my family is right here in Jackson. And if they're not, I like to think we're a close-knit family. And, um, you know, the activities that you can do together just to connect, whether it's going to the lake or traveling or having a family outing. So that's number one. I've got a great extended family, my in-laws, my 
my family, the kids at home, just uh, really enjoying that time because uh, I think it's wonderful when you have, you know, this world that you can share with others. And so that's a, a biggie, number one. You know, throughout my life, I've always been involved in athletics. I've coached girls basketball, boys basketball, boys baseball. I coach a kindergarten, first, second, and third grade program at the Martin Luther King Center with the Jackson Recreation Department. So athletics is a very big part of my life. I've now progressed to the 40 and over men's basketball league. So I try to <laughs> stay in shape myself. And uh, uh, you're in, welcome. Well, I, I have, I just came into the uh, 40 club. So um, I saw the happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. But uh, it's good to know that I've got somebody on here that's a little bit older than me too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep. So go on. So you got, you got athletics and then uh, what, what about your third one? What do you got as your third passion outside of education? Uh, outside of education, my third passion, you know, really it, it ties into education. So it's about professional growth. I just want to learn more. So I'm trying to be a better reader and uh, I do a lot of reading online and maybe it's receiving information through Twitter and just reading different articles. And um, so just might be catching up on local news, but you know, I've been falling into some really good books. And so I guess that's something that is really my happy place when I get lost in a good book or, you know, I'm networking and um, able to learn from others. So does that count as non-educational? <laughs> I'll take it. I will definitely take it. So now, okay. So now the other part that I got to ask you is, you know, you are the president, uh, the MEMSPA president for the entire year. My question for you is what drove you or or what kind of nudged you to want to be the MEMSPA president? I'm, I'm very curious. Yeah. So, you know, I'm very fortunate and blessed. And I would say it was really just a culminating experience of being actively involved. I can't really explain it any way, any way other than I've, I've associated with great people. And as a result of my networking and being open to trying new things, uh, I joined the board as a minority rep. Uh, I enjoy meeting with the Region 3 principals in our community. And so I've always, you know, been connected one way or the other, just out and visible in the community. And then it blossomed into an opportunity. And I think I'd been a fool not to give it a try. And like I said, just very humbled to have this opportunity to give back to an organization that has really benefited me tremendously over the past five years since I joined the elementary and middle school ranks. Very cool. Very cool. I, I always like hearing that part about how you kind of uh, took that next step. So that's an, that's an interesting take. And I love the, I love how you decided to be on the board and, and that was really a, a stepping stone for that. So well done. Okay, Jeremy. So, you know, as we transition towards the tail end of this, um, you know, every, every administrator, every leader, has certain times in their life and times in their leadership that um, they're definitely faced with adversity. And so, you know, I'm going to put a little spin on this because I, I'm not actually going to have you tell a whole lot about a certain time that um, you you have gone through a difficult time. But here's the question I've got for you. When you do go through some challenging times of adversity, who is someone that you lean on? Okay. So I... I never have a 
individualized approach. It's it's never been about just Jeremy Patterson. So I'm I'm very team oriented. And so I don't I don't carry the cross by myself. So I know in Jackson Public Schools I can lean on other administrators uh, at home parenting. I know, you know, my wife is my partner and so we do this together. And so that's what I encourage our teachers to do is you don't work in an island. You don't work in isolation and um, together is better. So I'd say whether I'm at home or at school or even on the competitive field, I, I learned those lessons from athletics that it's it's the team approach. So you're never overwhelmed by your circumstances that you have um, a support network that you can lean on. And so it makes it much more bearable when you do run into obstacles or hurdles or defeat sometimes that you pick yourself back up. You surround yourself by um, problem solvers and people can help you. And I think that's easier to overcome obstacles that way. Absolutely love it. Absolutely. That is that to me is some fantastic advice because it can be, it can feel like you're on an island as an administrator. And, you know, I, I love the part when you said yourself, you know, you don't feel as though you have to carry the cross alone. You have a team and, and that part of that team includes your wife. And, and I think that that's such a powerful statement right there that um, you've got that support team. And I think that is oftentimes what can really separate because uh, administration can be very lonely if you let it be. Mm-hmm. So I, I just, I applaud you. Well done, my friend. Okay. So in this, in this last little part here, I, and I didn't prep you for this. So you're going to have to be thinking on your, on your feet or in your seat. So basically I want you to let me know when, when you think about education, who is one person, one person that you, if you had a chance to give them a shout out, who is one person that has helped Jeremy Patterson get to this point that you now you've got the time? Who would you give a shout out to? Okay, so that's very hard and easy at the same time, if that makes any sense. There are so many people that have helped me to sit in the chair that I'm sitting in now. There are folks that have hired me, folks that have assisted me, folks that have pointed me in the right direction educationally. But I kind of go back to the beginning and it was Dr. David Hamilton. And I've told him this, I've said it publicly and I'll say it again. I had no intentions of going to school for the rest of my life. And he said, okay, but I just see something, you know, that I see. And I think I have a pretty good eye for teaching. And so um, one day I was offered a teaching position. I said, oh my gosh, I don't know anything about teaching, but I know who to go to. And I went back to Dr. Hamilton and he had a big smile on his face and he told me to take his class, Effective Teaching Strategies. And so that's really one person who was instrumental in encouraging me and guiding me and, and supporting me along my educational journey. And there were just so many, but that's kind of where it began. Well, you know, Jeremy, I, if I could just add real quick, I, I do know um, Dr. Hamilton uh, and Dr. Hamilton was an integral part for me getting into leadership. And the other, the funny thing is, uh, I just happened to see him a couple of weeks ago and he said he wanted to have lunch. So <laughs> I am hoping I get a chance to have lunch with him. And I'm also hoping he gets a chance to listen to this podcast and, and hear um, hear some of the fantastic things that you've had to say about him as well. 
All right, so I can't be professional if 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 Dr. Hamilton is going to hear that. He said, who calls me Dr. Hamilton? I'm DH. And so another <laughs> lesson we learned about building relationships is just being very personal. And so here's a shout out to DH, my friend. Okay, that is awesome. You're right. You're right. He does like that too as well. So well done. Okay, uh, my Viking friend, uh, we are going to wrap up this first episode of the MEMSPA podcast. Uh, once again, I want to thank Jeremy Patterson for coming on to the podcast. This is going to this is basically for leaders, for educators to find out uh, the stories and find out a way to get off of the island. That's really what this is all about. It's getting off the island. And Jeremy, you you lead that um, every single day. So thank you. I am proud that you are MEMSPA president for 2017, and I'm even more proud to call you my friend. Uh, so thanks again for coming on. And thank you, Ben. I appreciate your mentorship with uh, what you're doing and your leadership. Um, you're definitely doing great work. And, and my final shout out for MEMSPA or educators out there is just be actively involved because that's when I, um, you know, really began to grow and we're getting involved in the activities and the programs that MEMSPA has to offer. So uh, glad to be a part of week one here. Thanks, Ben. Thanks again, Jeremy. And tune in next time for the second episode with the MEMSPA podcast. Uh, we are going to be brought to you multiple times each month, and you can find us on the MEMSPA website, as well as we are going to be on iTunes, so stay tuned. Thanks again, everybody, and talk to you soon. Well, thanks again to our guest. Let's continue to connect and reflect, because that's what leaders do. Thank you to all of our listeners. Don't forget to check out hashtag MemspaChat Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can also find more leadership tools at memspa.org. <laughs>